Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So welcome back to the Two Nollies podcast. My name is Timmy Long and I'm your host this evening. And this is James Leonard, my co-host. This evening we have a lady by the name of Kate Sexton, who's from County Cavan. Kate had some tragedy in her life a while back and she started her own group called The Gathering where it's all people who've lost family members and friends or whatever and widowed people and she's going to talk a little bit about who she is, where she's from and how it all started. How are you Kate? Thank you Jimmy, thank you very much. You pull the mic in front of you. Yeah. Okay. That okay? That's fine. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, well, as I said, I'm Kate, uh, some Catherine to some people, mm. and um, I from Cavan, and I'm delighted to be down here with you. You're very welcome to be here. Okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, I guess I'm here to talk about um, the gathering mm-hmm. and my journey as to how the gathering began. So a little bit of background. Um, I grew up in a lovely stable home, a fantastic mum and dad. And I have um, five sisters and one brother. Mm. And uh, we had a really, really lovely childhood. Poor Um, boy. Five five sisters (laughs) and one. He was blessed among women. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So. um, Did you grow up in Cavan? Yes. You don't sound like the traditional Cavan accent. Uh, Maybe I'm putting my... Nice voice on now oh, for the, you know. <laughs> you did your elocution lessons before you came. When the kids are breaking up the house, is a different accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just said it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, an ideal childhood, um, a working class family, and uh, yeah, went um, trained as a cook. Um, met Simon when I was sixteen. Uh, childhood nearly. Sweethearts, mm-hmm. and um, got married when I was twenty-two, and uh, yeah, we had a fantastic, re- beautiful life together. And uh, as I said to people, we literally had it all. Um, we had a family of six together: um, four girls, two boys, and uh, which. I adore, love so much. How old is the oldest at the moment? At the moment, she's 27. That's your oldest? Yes. Okay. Okay, and the youngest is 17. Okay. So, um, 
built our lives together. Simon was a dairy farmer and decided to change career uh, for numerous reasons and trained as a paramedic. So on the 3rd of June 2010, um, Simon left for work as you do, half seven in the morning in his quiet way. I didn't even mm-hmm. he- hear him leave, you know. And um, yeah, at about 20 past four that afternoon, I got a phone call to say he had been in an accident. Okay. So uh, Simon died, fatal accident. Car crash? Uh, no, he died um, at work. Um, he was a paramedic, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. Uh, he fell out the side door of the ambulance. Um, it was almost instant. Um, was he actually in the back of the ambulance attending yeah. to somebody at the time? The, he was transferring a patient to okay. Dublin and there was um, a nurse in the ambulance yeah. with them. And his partner, PJ, was driving, whom, um, if he's ever watching this, he's a great guy. Hi, PJ. <laughs> How are you, PJ? Yeah. And Tanasi was the nurse um, with us, another great guy. Hi, Tanasi. How are you, pal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there, as, as we found out later. Were they on later, the June when all this it, happened? It was just on the entry. Yeah, just. And um, the nurse noticed that the side door, there was a light um, shown, which shouldn't have been shown at the top of the door. And he mentioned to Simon and Simon just got up and went to pull the door shut and the door was a sliding door and mm-hmm. it was like a vacuum. Just whipped him out. Whipped him out. Was he killed instantly? Yeah. Now, Tanasi, like, um, when PJ realised what was happening, he stopped the ambulance and um, he died in Tanasi's arms. Mm-hmm which I'm glad for. Yeah. For a couple of years, I didn't realise that. The importance um, of it. I thought, I, I had this horrible thing of him just lying on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but he died in Tanasi's arms and I'm so delighted that Tanasi was holding him. Yeah. Now it's 12 and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, Simon was 43. Um. I was 37. It was so, f- so f- freakish. Like it just shocking. Just happened. Yeah. Just like that. Just gone. Just gone. Just gone like that. Yeah. Your world, your world is just turned upside down and inside out. Um, you literally go from the we to me. And. Let's remember now at this time of your life, you had six young children as well. Yes. The oldest, um, Idel wasn't yet 15 and the youngest, uh, that was in June. The youngest was turning five the following September. Okay. Um, now people would have often said to me, how did you do it? Like, God love you with those kids. God Mm. love you. Thank God I had my children. My children were what I got up for every morning. Mm. Um, I lived for them. And, um... And the joy that children bring you. Of course, yeah. You know, and that's what you must remember. And the madness as well. Of course, (laughs) of course, yeah. They bring both worlds. Absolutely. Um, And 
you know, it's it, it Simon will always be in our lives because of, yeah. you know, my children, and um, you can see him in them, and uh, yeah, he lives on through them, really. Yeah, that's the truth. Of it. I remember, I remember when I was in prison years and years ago, my wife would would be on the phone to me, and she said, "Even though you were never wrong, this marvelous." <laughs> he has so many of your ways, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, it's it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's amazing, it's, it's amazing yeah. what's in eight, like, and yeah, it is, it's lovely. Um, so yeah, um, it was, it was a difficult. It's been it's been a difficult few years, I'm not mm-hmm. going to. Of course, it has, um, but there has been fantastic moments in those years, and I want to stress that. Yeah. Um. Because when you're left in a situation like that, I can remember thinking, mm. how am I going to do this? Yeah. Mm. How am I going to do this? Um, and, uh, but I did, I had fantastic support. I have, as I said, my kids, lovely kids, they kept me going. Uh, but my family, um, my goodness. I couldn't say enough about my family and my brother-in-law, Brian, and they really got me through it and my friends and like definitely the attitude of gratitude. You know, I was able to see what I had um, and concentrate Mm. on what I have. Yes, the loss was there and the loss will knock you to the ground. Um. But when you're able, you know, definitely look at what you have. Friends, so, so important. But the one thing I did yearn for was um, to be with people that knew what I was going through. Mm -hmm. And there was no group. There was bereavement groups, but that was for everything, you know, all types of bereavement. Um, not just the loss of a partner, um, but even for separated divorced people, you know, which is a type of grief also. Would, that, would they go to bereavement? Yeah, I would believe they? so. They, well, sorry, I should say there's groups for loss. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, grief yeah, and yeah. loss. Yeah. So um, that is a type of grief like. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted, I so wanted to see somebody that had gone that gone through something similar, had lost their their partner, had lost their husband, and was standing, was actually standing, yeah. you know. Um, but there was nothing available. And uh, I know there was a group, a forum, um, a widowed.ie, but I don't know whether I just couldn't concentrate trying to get in on it on the system I found difficult. Mm. Plus, um, because it was a work accident, um, there was a court case and the DPP had prosecuted the HSE. Um, because so that of was the accident. Because of, yes, because so of what happened. The DPP, Justice Department, prosecuted the HSE for negligence. Yes, or yes. Yes. Um, and then Did the HSE accept, or was there a <laughs> court case? Because I know the HSE they, are notorious for stuff yes, like this. Well, they eventually... Um, accepted responsibility to the P- DPP uh, for negligence, but uh, when it come to the civil case, they changed their tune, and um, they reckon Simon was responsible for his own death. 
which really hurt it. Yeah. How do you change? How do you change? But isn't that against the law if they've already been? Well, I would have thought. It, but and did but, they win the civil case? Uh, we settled. We settled. Uh, but, but it was tough. Do you think that was that was probably um, a kind of a play that they were were doing? Really, it was it no, was thought the, of a, maybe it's, from it's, the beginning. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I I would think it's a it's the system. Um, look at it's the state's claim agency that mm. you're dealing with, really. And um, I think HSE just you know defend, delay, deny. Mm. Um, so who 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 actually then? Is that fault? Is it the organisation or is it an individual that's over some section of the agency? Um, the, there was a man function with the door. Um, but, you know, the engineers found that. Mm. Um, that there should have been an alarm going off uh, for PJ in the front so that he could stop. Um, so that they would know there was something wrong that didn't go off. Okay. You know? So hence, I mean, it was, I suppose, an automatic reaction for Simon to have to pull the door. door. Um, Would be for all of us. Absolutely. I couldn't picture myself doing any, absolutely Absolutely. anything else. I mean, I know Simon, the way Simon would have thought, I mean, the patient would have been his first thought Mm. like that, you know. Um, And so that's what he, you know. But we're at where we're at. And... um, as I said, where, where did the gathering, the gathering is a group that I have set up since last January. Mm. Um, and it is a group for um, widows or losing your partner through death. Um, now, really and truly, it's a place for people people to find a bit of peace and healing because when you're going through it there's so many things that <laughs> feelings issues um, and I am one person could stand here and say that I had a network of support around me but there's stuff you just can't discuss with family members or it's people in your situation that know what you mean. Because they feel, yeah, yes. you share the same energy, Absolutely. share the same pain. And it's so, so important. Um, I'm so thankful I'm, you know, 12 years on and that my life is good. Um, but I wouldn't have seen that mm. when I was six months in or two years in or five years in. Um, it was seven years before the court cases mm. were finished. Um so it's for me, I wanted to set up something where people would have that space where they could share what they needed to share mm. without judgment, mm. you know, because sometimes your mind um, you will think things and it's human nature to think things or maybe you're even hard on yourself but you need to voice it mm. you know and being able to voice it in a place that people will understand um, is so important now I'm not a therapist I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that I'm just somebody that has experienced something 
Um, it's the same thing with A and A and G. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that yeah. walk in the rooms can relate to those sitting on the chairs. Yeah. And it's the same thing because they share the same experiences in life. Yeah. You know, and they can speak and relate to everybody else. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's the exact same thing, but it's, it, it works like that in so many different Absolutely. areas in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? I mean, I think you could have a gathering for everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Yes. Mm. Is it men and women? Yes. Yes. And is it, is it just Cavan or is it national? Is At it the a- moment, it's Cavan. At the moment. Mm. Um, I would love to. I'd love to bring it because the amount of phone calls you get and it's just too far from the travel or they mm. don't drive. Yeah. Um, so I would love to do it. What kind um, of numbers would you get at your galleries? Well, at, we're small. Uh, we have 11. Mm. And um, now we did have an open day where people travelled to us, which was lovely. Now, there is a group called um, Widowed in Ireland, a face group. A group that has been set up in recent years, an absolute fantastic group. Mm. And, you know, there is a space where people can voice. It's a private mm. group and people do voice um, and they're from all over the country. So there would be little gatherings, but that has just started in, in recent times. Um, and and I think it's, it's a great fantastic, idea. Fantastic, you know, um, and it, it, it's so needed. And even like when I think back to where I was, you know, like <sighs> trying to understand probate, you know, trying to deal with six children, mm-hmm. trying to get counselling for young teenagers. You think that that would be just like that, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, How old are the kids? The kids are great. How were they after the accident? Um, kind of ages were they? 15 was the oldest. She hadn't just celebrated her 15th birthday and the youngest had yet to come five. Um, so the youngest, I'm going to start with the youngest because <laughs> she was a little doll. And that must have she, been a tough one. She, she cried solid for a month. I mean. It's tough, isn't it? Like thinking back, you can feel the pain. Like Solid yeah. for a month. And she'd say, wasn't my daddy silly? Wasn't my daddy silly? You know, and uh, she used to go around with his his shirt <laughs> on him, on her, and sure, she'd be tripping, like she was tripping over it. Mm-hmm. But that was her comfort, yeah. you know, that was her comfort. Um, but she made the rest of us talk because of her age, and now I believe her brain development you know, she had no inhibitions about what she needed to say. Yeah. So then... She'd just it, say anything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she would have asked questions and I I could see her um, as time was going on and as she was growing. Um, and even yet, Jane wants to build this picture of her dad. It's like, it's like a jigsaw as if, you know, as if she's making a jigsaw and she's filling in all these pieces. You know, this is her dad. Um, Her memory is fantastic, yet she's beginning to question. Does she remember or is it what she is listening to from the older ones? Mm. Um, I can remember her one day asking me what kind of uh, biscuits he liked. I remember sitting (laughs) at the table, right? And I remember thinking, 
And I, sure, I just said whatever biscuits was in the press. Oh, I think he loved uh, Viscounts. You know, I think they were his favourite. Definitely, they were his favourite. Well, a few minutes I got up and I remember going outside and I remember like, what the fuck kind of biscuits did you like? Yeah. You know, like how were you to have all these answers? Yeah. You know, and yet that was so important yeah. for her. She needed that answer. Yeah. You know, um, now I used to think I used to. Yeah, I used to, uh, while I would have faith, I'm not an extremely religious person, but I would have faith. But I used to ask, you know, one of them at a time, please, one of them at a time, mm. because they went through their, you know, they still do. Yeah. They still do. Milestones. Mm. Um, when he's not there, you know. And um, what do you think, what do you think he would think? And... One thing I do know, he would be so proud of them. Oh, 100%. He would be so proud of them. They're fantastic kids. But you know what? He would be proud of you. Because you brought up six children on your own. I'm sure now you've got a lot of help from family and friends. Absolutely. But, you know, that could not have been an easy thing to do. I thought, I thought the older generation, the women of back in the, the 50s, were, were, when they were bringing up 10, 12, and yeah. 16 kids, yeah. you know, I thought they were just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, there's not a word from, but like even today for a woman to bring up six children on her own, because there's so much, there's so much like to take their attention away with phones and everything else. It's like that's, it's, that's a massive it big is. deal. It is. But they are like, Yes, look, I know I had something to do with it, but but they are great kids and they have a great mindset. And whether it's because what happened them, you know, at such a young age, I can see they have an appreciation of simple things. You know, they love conversation. They love sitting down and having conversation with anybody. And... um. Because that connection, the love connection, you know, we'll say what 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 they love, even we'll say like to chat about their dad or for anyone to chat about their dad. I think people are very conscious about mentioning Simon maybe to them um, or they might mention, you know, oh, that was a terrible thing happened to your dad. You know, they're never going to forget what happened to their dad. Um, but what they love is for people to say, oh, I remember your dad and tell them why you know, they remember him mm. and what connection they had with him. That's so important That's for lovely. them. That's yeah. so important for them, mm. you know, because there's stories that they wouldn't know yeah. and that I mightn't necessarily know, you know. So anybody that, um, that they, they do love that. And they were proud of their father being paramedic and everything. Oh gosh, they are. Yes. And he died, yes. He died helping somebody like, That's a, you know what I mean? They'd yeah. be very, very proud of him for that. Yeah. Of course. No, it's yeah. a true, true, true mark of them. Yeah. What about the second youngest child? I'd say like each, whatever age or at your process, the grief a little bit differently. So I'd be interested to hear that. Yeah. Um, Peter was um, eight, going on nine. And uh, bringing you Peter back. is, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, Peter would be a very, um, I'm going to say introvert um, to a point and deep. deep yes. Um, I w- believe now, I, I, as I say, I'm no psychiatrist or anything like that, but from what little bits that I would have read, 
I think Peter was possibly at the worst age for this to happen, if there is a worse age. Mm. But I think the way the brain can develop, mm. that it, he, he wasn't old enough or young enough, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think for him, I would have been very concerned that um, he maybe didn't cry the way I would have thought he should have. Mm. Um and I would have been very conscious of that, very conscious of um, he didn't talk, you know, wouldn't talk. But Peter's not a talker. And, you know, sometimes as parents, when you're watching your child go through this, I can I can only speak of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we shouldn't maybe always expect them to always be talking, you know, put your arms around them and tell them you love them. Um, they need to feel the security of yeah. you being there. Um, they're trying, maybe they don't have the language. Maybe Peter didn't have the language to explain what, you know, what he was going through. But he definitely would have found school very tough. Um, he's working now. He's 21. I'm very proud of Peter. Uh, he's still not a talker. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he mentions Simon, you know, it's wonderful because I know, and I know he doesn't forget him. Um, I know that. And uh, it's nice when he, when he does mention him. And, um, but I think for a lad, like, I suppose you try to be both parents, mm. you know, but you can't, you, no. you, there's only so much, you know, there's only so much and you can beat yourself up and all of that about mm. it. Um, but there's moments when boys need their dads and that's it. Children need them, yeah. you know. Um, what about the next one? Lucy, she's graduating tomorrow. Congratulations, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does she study? She studied Irish and German. Oh, and, very good. Uh, she's starting her master's in teaching. Oh, lovely. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Might, she's a great girl. We might get a video after and graduate her. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. even do it in German. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on your own there, anyway, James. <laughs> I'm still trying out the English language here, pal. <laughs> you did German yeah. back in the day, like so. Yeah. I have uh, did you? fantastic in oh, yes. school, right? Yeah, my leave, so. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she spent a year in Germany when she was studying. Brilliant. So, uh, she's fin- look at as I say. <sighs> A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
I watch them. And while they're all individuals and they all have their own personalities, the enthusiasm and the enthusiasm for life mm. and um, the grow for, you know, you know, you know, life is for living, mm. like, and um, they go after what they want. Do you think they have a value in uh valuing the now because they understand it can be taken absolutely that's not, what i not, say nothing is promised like nothing's and 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 to yeah to to do it to do your best now i mean look like i'm not i'm not painting a flowery picture here yeah. I mean, there's times yeah but on a whole on yeah. a whole yeah. I, they ha- definitely have such an appreciation of of life and uh you know, while I remember Owen, the oldest lad, one day saying to me, you know, um, um, what happened to us is, has been so tough, but we're so lucky in ways. Mm. Now, when you hear your son saying that, mm. you know, like he was, what, maybe 19 years of age when he said that to me. Like, it's lovely. It Wonderful. Is, yeah. But if they had, men- if they had uh, mental, health, mental health issues or addictions or com- mm-hmm. disorders, it would be very understandable, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're actually doing okay is a testament to you mm. and exactly. your family and whatever support networks you had around yeah. that you created a space from the yeah. process that grief in a very healthy way yeah. that they don't need external stuff and stimulants mm-hmm. you know, to help them cope, you know. Yeah. That's well, all true. Well, mm-hmm. listen, it, 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 you know, there's a story where, or they're saying a community, it's a community to raise a child. That's right. And I lived in a fantastic community and uh, we have a football club. Um, come out club and the schools like you know the help was there um, I had to learn not to be afraid to ask um, and I didn't you know when there's two people in the house you mightn't have needed yeah. you didn't need as much but you had to learn not to be afraid to ask mm. um, and it was comforting to know that people were there yeah you know, it really was. And the importance of your children being involved um, in a club at that age. Um, fantastic. Now, sometimes they may not have wanted to go and you mm. had to really, <laughs> you know, push yeah. maybe sometimes. Um, but like, isn't that life at times? You don't always want to do things, yeah. um, you know, but anyway. What uh, is Lucy? Um, Lucy was Coming up to her, she was 11. She would have been 11. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I can remember Lucy. No, I don't know. 11-year-old boys and 11-year-old girls have different levels of maturity. Was she <laughs> yes. like a little woman, Nick? She, or was she like child? Lucy is very, um, Lucy's a very easy personality. You know, she, now, this is all in my opinion, okay? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> People yeah, might yeah, see yeah. them very different. I think she is a very easy personality. And she, um, one thing that really annoyed Lucy after Simon died was that <laughs> she didn't help him on the farm, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I, I remember saying to her, like, uh, what do you think you might have done? Like, what mm-hmm. do you think you would have been able to do, Lucy? You know? And she says, I don't know, but I should have helped him more, you know? And she was grieving for what... You know, she would have thought could have been. And, you know, now if Simon was here today and he wanted them out 
to do some farming. Now, they'd be nothing but rows, yeah. you know what I mean? But they don't, they don't know that, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but I know that for yeah. a fact, you know. But, but she was really upset about that, that, um, yeah, she, you know, she would have liked to be helping her daddy a lot more. Yeah. After at 11 years of age, mm. you know, standing a gap <laughs> when the big cattle moving was as much as a, a girl would be doing on a farm, you know. That says a lot about it because... Adults would think something like that when they lose somebody yeah. as well. Survivor skills. What if I'd done this? Mm. What if I'd done that? Mm. May have mm. helped. And I should have done this. Mm. Should have done that. So she kind of, she was at that period mm. of her life, she was really kind of moving in to yeah. a more mature level. You know, mm. she wasn't, she, she was thinking of what more she could have done mm. instead of, you yeah. know, mm. going back. You're trying to make sense of it as well. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, very hard, like the mind mm. would go on anyway. Mm-hmm. What about the next one? Emer. Um, what age? Uh, Emer was 13 and, um, well, 12 coming on 13. Mm. And uh, a lot of stuff going on biologically at that time absolutely. in the body as well. Yes. Difficult. Uh, yeah. Mm. She, um, Emer would say to me that she used to wonder why Lucy would be crying at night, you know, and why she wasn't crying. Um, Emer is a very deep thinker as well. I would say Emer's very hard on herself. Emer's a perfectionist. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but <sighs> probably couldn't understand what she was feeling. You know, I would think probably because of hormones and mm-hmm. all that's going on. And, um, I'm sure as well, kind of your kids go through a phase where they just care about themselves and that's it, you know, you know, so there was so much, but of course she cried and missed her dad um, and would have watched other, their friends with their dads and, you know, wondering, wouldn't have liked when they'd hear their friends giving out. She wouldn't have liked when she'd hear her friends giving out about their dad. You know, you're lucky to have him like, you know, that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of there two minutes ago. I was saying, like, do you know the way you 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 wonder how kids that grow up in the same household like me so different? Like yeah. you have six children who are individually so different, yeah. you know, and they grow up in the same house, same mom, same dad. But I suppose it's not the mom and dad just that that tunes the child. Mm-hmm. It's their environment. It's their school. Absolutely. It's how they look. Yeah. It's what they're good at. Yeah. It's the sports if they're good at that. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's so much, isn't it? So much, so much. And like, I remember like Emer, myself and Emer, and if she's ever watching this, the two of us, we like, oh my God, we we do. We really. Clash. Oh, big time, <laughs> you know. But yes, I just I could think right of two more ladies like that, two <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I, I, I just say myself and Emer is either like that yeah. or like that, you know, but Emer. I can remember Emer when Emer would have seen me maybe having a bad day. Well, Emer made sure that that sink was clear. Yeah. She, she physically, you could see her physically stepping. Stepping you know. Oh, back, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, of course, they all done their bit. They really did. But I could see that in her while she drove me mad in other ways. It was a lovely thing. Mm. You know, a lovely thing to see. Yeah. Um, what about the next know, kid? Uh, Owen. Um, 
He's the second oldest, don't Yes. Yeah. So Owen would have been like such a help on the farm with Simon. Mm. And um So like we like dairy farmers and then part-time. Yeah, part-time at that stage it was at, at that stage Simon would have gave up the dairy and it was beef. Okay. Um uh so a lot of work still to be done. Mm. Um but it it is a fantastic life. Um, it's a fantastic way of living for a family um, and I think a great way for kids because there is work to be done and, um, you know, a bit of work can never kill anybody. No, and you it's know, good for them. Good for them. It's, it's good fresh for them air. To, yeah, it's, and there's it's, a freedom. Yeah. Um, there's a therapy in it. Yeah. So Owen certainly uh, was at a stage to be able to help his dad um, and loved doing it. Um, Owen would say he was very fortunate in school. There was a counsellor um, at the time. So um, every Tuesday morning, Owen would have a class with that counsellor or on, t- on alternative Tuesdays. One, you know, have a morning session or an afternoon session. So he wasn't always missing mm-hmm. the same class, which was a testament to St. Pat's School mm-hmm. to have that facility there. Yeah. And and he would say that was his space and he got to say what he needed to say, which Brown would be a talker in comparison to Peter, mm. you know, um, but he would definitely say that stood to him at the time. Um, now, he would have went down and helped a farmer, um, Jim, down the road from us, who was brilliant. Um, uh, and Jim... A great man, Jim O'Rourke, and Peter um, and Owen worked with Jim. And, uh, you know, like Jim certainly treated them practically like his own, mm. you know, in bringing them forward with with the bit of farming, you know. So, um, wasn't that lovely, old one? Absolutely. Because he knew absolutely. he probably understood that what they were going through and he, he wanted us just to. Just to I well, suppose he was never going to fill their, their, anybody's shoes, but he was going to help them as much as yeah, he possibly could. He could like. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, the empathy and was there for them. And um, Owen then done his leaving cert. He's uh, an electrical engineer now. Travelled, has travelled and travelled. Fair play on, man. Yeah, Fair play, that's a big deal. Yeah, it's a good yeah. job here. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's a good lad. He's a good mm-hmm. lad. What about um, the firstborn? Edel is in Canada. Oh, Adele headed to Canada there in June. Um, great girl. Uh, she trained as a radiation therapist. And she's actually working as a radiation therapist out in Canada now at the moment. They obviously so, treat people that have cancer. Is that yes, what yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, um, what age was she when the, her she, father passed? She would have, uh, wouldn't have yet been 15. You know, she was 15 a couple of weeks after her. Mm. Yeah. Um, but a great girl, um, really, really um, lovely girl. Idel, if you could have bottled Idel, you know, Idel got a school, you know, her studies. So what would I say? The ratio of sport, mm. studying, uh, fun. Mm. You know, if you could bottle Edel and give it to some of the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. you know, she just had that. Good balance. Like. She just had, you know, and um, uh, she always was very responsible. Um, and I would think she just always was very responsible. Even when Simon was there, Edel always had mm. that sense of responsibility about her. 
you know yeah she 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 certainly did and still would um yeah she's Breaker. the oldest lady yes yeah how old is she she's 27 27 now yeah. and she did she go to college and everything so? yeah she trained as a radiation therapist oh, yeah. yeah it's good yeah. to get the that's, glimpse that's, of the children and the different ages because yeah. be people watching it absolutely and they might have yeah. children with different age experience yes. and this not yes. maybe not six yeah and imagine what it must be like but, have six but a lot of people a lot of people try to imagine what it must be like for somebody like yourself to lose your your, your husband so young and to pick yourself back up and to roll with it and to get get on and, and a lot of people will try to understand what they need to do and and where to go yeah. to get the help they require to do that and, and what you're just after doing is believe it or not is just showing people how to mm. yeah. and that's exactly what you just done mm-hmm. you know um even yourself did you go for counseling after absolutely your, and like that's one thing um i would say to people you know prof- professions professionals is there for a reason and use them you may not meet the right counselor or the right uh psychologist well try and get another one mm. you know if you do, if you don't connect yeah. um now i would have went <laughs> Right, you were getting so much advice, like you need to look after yourself, which is so important, right? But you have to, I think you have to learn that. I probably learned it a hard way in a sense, you know. Um, I'm 12 years on and I know now how important it is to look after yourself. I know how important it is, you know, to, you know, to break things down and, um, you know, look ahead from a distance for a little while and see. But I, I've learned that, yeah. you know. Um, you can pass it on. Yeah. It, it, um, like when I, when I think of when I went to the first guy, sure, sure I couldn't even feel. Mm. When I think about it, how numb I was, I wasn't feeling, you know. And were you all, uh, before that, were you somebody that was very aware of your emotions and, because uh, some people, some people I was people very aren't. busy. Yeah. <laughs> I was very busy. Some, they, um, they need something like that that yes. to happen in their lives to actually become more aware of, of course, the, who, I, I, who they are and what, what, what they're about. Sure. I mean, like, what do we know about anybody's life, really? Um, and I definitely have, like, Simon's death has taught me so much, you know? Um, my own father's death taught me so much in dealing with Simon's death mm. it certainly did like like people would have said to me when Simon died like and the funeral and all of that like are you okay are you okay are you okay you seem like like I done Simon's funeral and we done it well because my dad had passed four years previous I couldn't even remember a song that was played. Mm. So I really, right, I wanted every single bit of Simon's funeral, you know, done right. Mm. That I knew some of my kids mightn't remember. So if they ever needed to know anything, that I would be able to answer that um, for them. Plus, it was... You know, it was a celebration of Simon's life. Yes, it was a tragedy, but he was a wonderful man. And 
he you know he gives so much joy to people and I know when somebody dies sometimes they can be put on a pedestal um he was as stubborn as could be at times you know mm. <laughs> but he was a great person uh, he was a great father um he was a great son to his mum and dad he was a wonderful husband to me um did you find it did you find the hard to move on like you're um, a young woman when this happened, like yeah, there's. Um, I would think I I concentrated on the kids for so many years, yeah. and people say moving on. I would say move forward. Yeah. Um. Because you've never actually just move on. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. It's just so you know. You grow around your grief. Mm. Um. For me. Yeah. Right. I feel that I've grown around the grief. I'll never forget Simon. I never want to forget Simon. Mm, Why yeah. would I? Yeah. You know? Um, You're looking at six people. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Every single day. Yeah. Um, and it's so important that you learn to live with that grief. It's not an easy journey. What helped me, I think, is the attitude of gratitude. Um, I had two mantras, uh, get better, not bitter, and get up, dress up, and show up. I like it. Mm. You might use that, actually. Do <laughs> 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 you want to paint that before me and James take it off? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it, no, it's, it's so important. There's so many days that you wanted to sit in the corner. There's so many days. But what good was I to anybody mm. if you sat in a corner? I never had a problem getting up in the morning. That wasn't where, but walking up those stairs at night. Um, you know, people would have asked, had we a special place? Oh, special place? <laughs> you had six kids, come on. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you... <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. The bell. <laughs> in the shower when you're just, you're probably yeah. the only time you get yourself. <laughs> Um, But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you put your head in the pillow, you chat about the day, uh, you chat about what's going to come on tomorrow. um, You try and plan between the two of us. You know, each of us had our role. Mm. um, And like, as I said here, now, if he was sitting beside me, he mightn't agree. But (laughs) I really felt we had it all. Like, Mm. you know, we had a beautiful home. Uh, We both had jobs that we loved. Um, we had six beautiful kids. Um, we had a lovely, lovely marriage. Uh, look at we didn't get our full sixteen years. Yeah, but I'm glad what we did get, and um, and it taught me how important love is. Um, and moving on in life. Yes, I've moved on. I've met a new guy, and um, Jimmy. And I'm so happy to have met Jimmy. Um, I'm in a good place. Good. And I have a good life. Um, You're actually glowing. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. And that's the truth. The minute you got out of the car, when I see you in the car park, you had this vibrant energy about you, a big smile on your face, mm-hmm. and you looked so happy. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, well done to um, you. Thank you. Because I know you've came through a massive amount of heartache. You know, but like to see somebody come from that, you know, and and 
be the way you are today. Like, that's not easy, you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's not easy, but it's very doable um, to me. You, if you have the attitude, if you want it, it. Now, I'm not saying there was moments where I wasn't happy, mm. or moments where I didn't feel like on the ground. Um, but sometimes I think you have to. Sometimes you have to hit the ground to to come a step forward. Mm. You know. Um, and when the grow is there, like, you know, I'm the one living. I, you you went through, like, you'd go through phases of guilt of, God, I'm getting to enjoy these milestones mm. so much. Like, you know, and if he was here, I can only imagine. But I'm the one that's getting to enjoy them. Yeah. And, like, what did he do wrong that he didn't get to enjoy them, you know? Mm. But, it's life's mystery. Yes, but like uh, I firmly believe, um, you know, heaven. If there's a heaven, like there's no doubt about it. Simon's there. Simon. Simon was called for a reason. Um, I still feel he's still with us. Um, as I say, there's a spiritual connection. I feel that there's certainly something, you know, and um, I feel there's a comfort in that uh, because it certainly has got me through so many times that coincidences you can't put everything down to coincidence yeah. right and um, you know yeah yeah there's a certain presence there definitely mm. is um, Draft yeah. people want to find out more about your group and your the organization we're on I, Facebook on Facebook yes um, there's a WhatsApp number um, and the gathering again, um, when I started it, why, why, like I would have always said that I wanted to do something like I can remember two, three years in, I'm saying to my sister, I really would love to do something, you know, to help people one day if I get the strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would think that my real grieving would have started when Lucy would have went to college and there was Peter and Jane left in the house and Peter was very quiet. Jane was still quite young. I had a lot more time. Um, Peter was actually going for a little bit of counselling. I was a counsellor, kind of, yeah, mm. she's seen through me. <laughs> yeah, she's seen through me. And she would have got me to, she would have asked me questions that hadn't been asked. Yeah. And um, I thank all. But, um, yeah, so um, then it was... Uh, uh, at that stage, I would have went through a phase of, did I do enough for the kids? And I couldn't get past it. Um, I had met Jimmy. Um, wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful to meet somebody. Um, meet somebody as lovely as Jimmy, as good as Jimmy. Um, and I, I'm not saying that, but there was a lot going on in my head that I needed to sort for myself mm. um and a friend of mine suggested doing a retreat so oh, with yeah. stevie J, yeah you done uh, had it done the done the retreat and yeah and that's, that's how we made contact yes me and you then yes. through that yeah. um the lads told me Absolutely. that you were a, a really inspiring story yeah and that it was your actually it was one of your wishes yeah. to, to be on the podcast to share yeah. your experience yeah and i thought to myself do you know what 
Me yeah. and James want to make that happen. Yeah. You did a great thank job. You. And we did. And yeah. we want to thank you so much yeah. for coming on and sharing your story because you, you will, you, 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 you never know who's going to be listening to this yeah. and who you will be helping with your yeah. story. Yeah. And somebody might be going through this exact same thing. Yeah. And when they hear your story, it will pick them up off the floor and it will give them that extra little bit of boost, energy and motivation to do the exact same you are. And we want to, for me and Jim, we want to thank you for that. And hi to the six kids, the steps of the steps. Hi everybody, particularly the one for graduation tomorrow. (laughs) That'll be well over by this stage, so Uh, well done. And thank you so much for coming on. Safe journey back to County Cavan. Thank you very much. The old Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy wife. You're making this woman happy here, so well done. <laughs> well, can I just say, uh, just thank you to you guys and thanks to the gathering, because without the people that actually come to the gathering, it would not be happening. Exactly. And it took courage for them. And yeah. everybody, if you just take that little step, yeah. you know. And you might inspire somebody from Dublin or Cork or to Limerick start or that. Group, to start um, it up. Yeah. And then you might have helps. a... A national gathering somewhere. And that's that's what this could be. This yeah. could be the beginning of that. So anyone else that wants to start up yes. something like that in their counties, Absolutely. look I them up on Facebook. Ever, yeah. It's called The Gathering. And yeah. Best luck with it. Okay. Right. Thanks. Launch, lads. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.